0: Welcome to the Calvary Cast, a podcast from Calvary Bible Church in Grand Junction, Colorado. At Calvary, we exist for the glory of God, the good of His people, and the great commission.
1: Hello, everyone out there. Thanks for tuning in to Calvary Cast. It's a new episode. It's been uh, several weeks since we recorded our last episode. And uh, I think when we started this podcast, we said that... uh, it could be sporadic at times. Mm-hmm. If we didn't have anything to say, we wouldn't say anything. Right. My mother always told me, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all.
0: Right. Or profitable to say, right? That's
1: more. So we apply that. If you don't have anything profitable say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. We, we, act- we actually did sit down, what was it, last week. Mm-hmm. And We were going to uh, record a podcast. And <laughs> we are like, I don't know what we're going to say. <laughs> right, right. So and
0: we, once you're at that point, then you're like, you should just not say anything at yeah.
1: all. Because if we would have recorded something, our wives would have been like, you really recorded that?
0: Well, my wife wouldn't have been, because she doesn't listen to us. Mine does sometimes. That would be the one she'd listen to, (laughs) the one she shouldn't listen to, because it's terrible,
1: and uh, be like, really? That was a waste of 20, 30 minutes or whatever. So yeah. anyway, I'm Graham Parker, associate pastor at Calvary Bible Church. Across from me, uh, a good six feet, is Jess Miller, lead pastor at Calvary Bible uh, Online Church.
0: Yeah right. (laughs) So we're in the weird time right now of COVID nineteen, which is the six feet reference exactly. In case this is listened to in twenty years, yeah, twenty years. We're talking about the the um, pandemic, yes, that has hit the world, the world, and not just the U.S. and uh, has made its way to Grand Junction, Colorado. Yeah, and we're all on uh, pretty much a mandatory um, lockdown mm-hmm. or stay at home, order. stay at home order. Right. That's what we're, I'm looking for. Yet. Yeah, you can still go out and, um, my wife was in home Depot yesterday. She said, there's a couple hundred people in here yeah. and they're all shopping and stuff. So, uh, don't
1: think the stay at home order. in some ways it seems like it's changed things and others, it doesn't seem like it's right, changed. Yeah.
0: anything. Yeah. And I, it's so that it's just kind of odd, you know, yeah. you drive around right. the restaurants aren't, Um, They're doing carry out and such, but they're not open. But the biggest thing for us has been the effect on our church life and our weekly rhythm of um, Sunday morning worship service, youth group, uh, Sunday school and small groups. Right. And um, so as we think about this from the aspect of our church life, it's uh, made an impact. And I think we're feeling it even more. So we've had two weeks where we have, uh, live streamed a service. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the week before that, it was that borderline week where they still said it was, uh, you know, you weren't supposed to meet if you had 250 or more. Right. So we decided to meet that one last Sunday. Yep. And, um,
1: had a lot of people that didn't come and we advise people, if you don't feel safe coming, don't come.
0: Right. Right. So, uh, But we've I think everybody is feeling the effects of it and uh, in various ways of uh, for their for their family and their maybe their income for some uh, listening and uh, and for the church life itself. But I suppose what we're doing really in talking today is we wanted to focus on um, or at least talk about for for a few minutes the good things that God is going to work through
1: this. Absolutely.
0: And or we we think. Think he may be working for the good of his people. Yeah, yeah. and we do
1: see effects of that now, and we we're think, already seeing it. We right. think we're going to see greater fruit from this in the weeks, and months, years to come.
0: Right. So the biblical promise that we can launch out with is, of course, uh, one most people are familiar with, most Christians anyway. Romans eight twenty eight. He says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together. For good for those who are called according to his purpose so those who love God and are called according to his purpose that's the church and um, and the promise of course in the something that Paul says we know this is that God is orchestrating all things for the good of his people and by good he means spiritual good so this isn't a promise of course that you know, if you've lost your job, that you're going to get your job back or get a better job. This isn't a promise that you won't get uh, COVID-19 and, and uh, b- you know, be harmed by that. This is not a promise for that because um, we, we live in a fallen world and bad things happen to God's people. But what God is able to do in his sovereignty and what he does do in his love for his people and his concern for his own glory Is that he works all those things and orchestrates them all, including COVID-19 and all the effects on our culture for our spiritual good to conform us into the image of his son. That's ultimately the purpose. And so what we started thinking about that is how is he doing that or will he continue to do that for Calvary Bible Church? In the upcoming weeks, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to meet most. We're pretty much guaranteed not in the month of April, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I could be wrong on that. Waiting for, of course, uh, government's orders and that kind of thing. But I don't think we're going to be corporately meeting through the month of April at least. Yeah. And this could extend into May. Um, so, uh, and, you know, things like <clears throat> gathering together and that is isn't something we should be doing. So how is God going to, or is he now already? How is he now doing it? And how will he continue to work that for good? Now we don't know all of the ways. Now we can't just make a list of every way that God's doing. Cause he's, it's like John Piper said, he's doing a million things yeah. in our life for our good and his glory that we don't even know about right at all times. But there are some things that we're seeing and observing already that he's using this for the progress of the gospel. And so, we want to talk about that. And then we want to not forget this aspect. Yeah. We're going to share why we've decided not to observe communion virtually. Yes. Okay? So we have this virtual service where we have uh, uh, a liturgy like usual, uh, in, in our, it's songs our
1: online and, campus.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. And, uh, we are doing that to ride this out so yes. that people continually get, um, feeding from the Word and uh, find their stability in the Word on a weekly basis and that. But um, we want to talk about why specifically with communion we're holding off until we can get back together so we don't want to forget about that conversation we won't forget about that one so why don't you launch like what are some good things we're seeing right now or how some encouragements i think we're discerning god working among us yeah yeah some encouragements
1: um i think one of the the first things is that like i i'll i'll call and talk to somebody or text somebody and i find out that they've been doing that with other people in the church yeah or other people have reached out to them Mm -hmm. or Um, I think that's probably one of the most encouraging things is the body doing what the body should be doing. Right. You know, um, that, that people are reaching out to one another, checking in on one another, uh, praying for one another. Um, we know, uh, people that are, don't even know each other with in our church have reached out to, to people that are ill or whatever and said, we're praying for you. And that's been such an encouragement to those. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know, uh, so that's been a huge encouragement to me.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. What about you? That that's been have encouraged me and and to even say like if you're if you're listening to this right now grab your directory and um feel free to go through there pray for people and call somebody, yep. you know, and be checking on one another. If you're part of a small group, think about you could even just concentrate on the people in your small group and give them a call. Yeah, um, Start there. Start there. You know, that's a good place to begin and um but we're seeing it already happen and I had the same experiences where as elders were trying to uh, connect with, especially some of the elderly in our congregation who need to be checked on in that. And, um, and, and hearing from them that, Hey, so-and-so has already called me too, you know, and I appreciate that. Not another elder, but another person in the body. Yeah. So I think we're seeing that and that's, that's a really encouraging thing for mm-hmm. us. Um, I'm encouraged, and this is going to sound um, <laughs>
1: self-aggrandizing. You, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that, that may be coming later. Maybe <laughs> I'll let you say it. But
0: I'm encouraged that people are sending in their money for to keep, you know, mm. to the ministry of the church. Yeah. And that I, I, if if you've been here long enough, you know, I've never, I don't even think I've really ever preached on giving mm-hmm. or anything. I know we don't promote it heavily. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, we, we know it is an act of worship and it's important to keep the ministries of the church going and the support of our missionaries going and we depend upon mm-hmm. the giving of our people to do that. So even in hearing just reports that, um, people are, are mailing in their, uh, their, uh, still giving offerings and things that is encouraging yeah. to me. Yeah, and, especially
1: um, in the middle of a time, like if there's ever a time to think like, oh, should I really do that? Some it could be this, you know, like I might lose my job. I don't right, know what the economy is going to do. Yep. Um, but yet people Th-
0: they're remaining faithful to that right. act of worship of giving to the yep. to the gospel. Yep. And to their local church, and and that's been encouraging yeah. to me to see. Yeah. Uh, that they even people were even thinking of that before. I think we even said anything yeah. about it. We are already starting to see people, well, this is what I, I yeah. offer this to the Lord and and so I'll mail it in.
1: And that's you know, that's a right understanding that everything we have comes from God. Yeah. Everything right. is a, a provision of his, whether we have great or little, uh, we give give it back to him as a uh act of worship.
0: Yeah. And then uh the other thing maybe you were leading into this. I don't know. Are we because of this we decided to start live streaming our services Mm -hmm. and we hadn't done that before Mm -hmm. and we we talked about it a little bit it Mm -hmm. it's actually been a matter of discussion
1: prior to this
0: prior to this for several years i can remember talking about it like should we do this should we Mm -hmm. we'd had a couple people ask us and that um but this kind of forced our hand, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, literally, you were able to do a lot of work, put a lot of time into that, re- do, you know, figure out what we needed, put that all together. And it has been, we have had overwhelming um, response. response to yeah. that. I, I, w- I, I mean, people we, I, I don't think, had, had have even come here very long or, or at all, and they're saying thank you for this. Mm-hmm. I've heard of people listening online, watching online, mm-hmm. who, don't go to church at all. Yeah. But because they're seeing somebody share that on Facebook now here, they're getting the gospel message Mm -hmm. in this time. Now to me, that's, um, that was encouraging to see Mm -hmm. and, uh, and to see the word going out in a a way that, um, you know, we wasn't having Couldn't have foreseen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think like with that too, uh, the, the encouragement that, I get that to to piggyback on that. The amount of people that reached out to us like you're saying, you know, we've got notes in the mail, yeah, from people I've never even met, have have emailed because they don't attend because of uh illness or they're homebound or whatever, but able to watch and participate in that way. And and we thought this is going to feel so dead and weird, singing to an empty mm-hmm. room, preaching to an empty room. But this I get the encouragement, the reminder was the word of God works. Matter what medium it's communicated, and in a time like this, it the songs, the preaching, all of that I think is ministered to people in a way we couldn't have imagined. Right. Yeah. And that's been an encouragement because it's a reminder: it's God's word that works. Yeah. And uh, and so it just makes you double down on on God's word. Yeah. Right.
0: It's a different experience to to actually do it to preach yeah. to a camera or yeah. for you to lead music to a camera. Um, but like you said earlier, we're trying to think about uh, our people yeah, and like even seeing their faces and our minds as we're doing that. Yeah. So like it's, I'm ministering to them because yeah. I know they're doing it right now. We can know how many people are logging on. We don't know who, yeah. but we you know we know the majority of our people mm-hmm. uh and then some yeah. are logging on while that's going on and
1: i think like with that too this is the other part of the the live stream because we we wrestled with this should we do this you know during this time there's so many other churches out there you know we could encourage our people to to watch another church that we we think would be beneficial watch their service their live stream they're going to do a better job of it but the thing that i've come to realize and i think we, we all have and i think even people in our church the quality of the live stream doesn't as matter as much as like when you're preaching, you're preaching to the people at Calvary Bible Church. When I'm picking songs and I'm leading songs, I'm thinking about people in their home singing these songs, people that are, you know, having a difficult right time right now because they just lost their job, you know, or or they're ill or they have fears and concerns about uh contracting this illness, you know. And that that's something that, you know, if you were to watch John MacArthur or John Piper, or, you know, some of these other guys, the message and music, that would be great, but they, they're they not preaching to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think even for people that are watching, they, they realize, like hey, we have a relationship, and, and I can call Jess or I can call Graham or text him. We can have a conversation afterwards. You can't do that. So that I think that's the benefit of, of every local church doing their own that's live right. stream at a time like this.
0: And I think that should, you know, when we think about the nature of the local church— um, These these ministries online, uh, mega ministries or um, very prominent ministries, God uses them. I'm not saying he doesn't, but they cannot supplement for your local church uh, where there's that relationship between you and the fellow believers, you know, and meet with and love and, and pray for on a weekly basis and with your shepherds. Uh, your pastors, that's one of the reasons we've emphasized in the past church membership is that you're solidifying that relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, so that leads me to say this, I think what I'm, what I'm encouraged to see and to hear from our people here is they're, they're saying we're appreciative of this live stream. It's helping us, it's feeding us, but it is no substitute for are being able yes. to get together, and I think, and that's s- what we
1: hear over and over and over and yeah. over.
0: And so, what one of the good things I hope that God is working mm-hmm. in His people at Calvary is an appreciation, a newfound appreciation for the the regular gathering together yeah. of the body yeah. on a weekly basis.
1: It's it's like the the the, the old adage: you don't know right. how good something is till you have it taken away, right? Right. And I think that that. We have always been able to to gather together. We've never, for persecution, no reason have we not been able to gather, except if you live in an area where you get a blizzard, you Mm -hmm. know, and you Mm -hmm. can't go like one Sunday a year. But an extended period of time like this where we we don't get to see people, Mm -hmm. uh, we don't get to gather together on Sunday, is really uh, bizarre. And when it's taken away, Mm -hmm. I do think it's creating, and I pray, and I, I am, I'm praying that this would... Just increase people's love for the local church yeah. and be like, man, I can't wait till we get back together and we can fellowship and worship and I can see people and give them an, a, a. I don't. Are we gonna be able to hug people?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe eventually. We <laughs> <laughs> we better wait until we, we get wait. the thumbs up for that. Yeah. We don't but but we, we'll be able people.
1: to gather together and I think and uh, and and I trust that people will be like, this is this has reshifted priorities for me. And I now see this is the priority of my life. My week is God's people.
0: Right. And we, we've said that so often, like the Sunday morning gathering should be the priority of your week. Yeah. And it should be the path. I mean, the thing you look forward to during the week. Um, and this I'm hoping creates in each one of us, this longing of, uh, of being together. Yeah. And you know, even, um, you know, being here at the church on Sunday mornings now with no one here (laughs) but you guys. (laughs) It's really weird. It is. And but and the biggest thing is, um, you're singing the songs and I'm enjoying that. I'm singing with you Mm -hmm. as the only one ultimately (laughs) in the congregation, then why it's in the sound room, but um I I miss hearing God's people. Yes. One of the secrets of Calvary Bible Church that most people haven't caught on to yet is that the further forward, you sit the better. And the reason that is the primary reason that is, and I, I sit right down in the front Mm -hmm. and, um, is that I get to hear everyone's voices directed down at me. And that has encouraged me so many times. That's in line with, with Colossians three, we're singing really to one One another. another. Yep. And, um, and and you get to hear people's voices singing to you yep. and that there's something different than that, than just me sitting there privately listening to you guys, even though I am being, there's yeah. a level of feeding I'm getting yeah. from your music. Right. There was one line as an example. No, actually it wasn't in the music. It was in the confession of that. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this week and it, it just kept mulling over in my mind and that. So I'm being fed. There's a yeah. feeding that's happening. There's a benefit to yep. it. But there's something missing. Yep. And that something is the rest of God's people. Yeah. And that's what I want that longing in everybody. You're yeah. sitting in your living room, you've got your family, or or even if you're if you live alone, it's you, you're watching. You're gonna receive that feeding. God's word's gonna work. Yep. Uh it's sustaining us. Yep. Um, but it's not the full meal, you yeah. know, it's enough to sustain it's a you. snack. Yeah. It's a snack <laughs> each week. I'm going to just, these are the rations I'm going to give to you. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I'm going to let you experience this and, yeah. and and praise God for the technology to yep. do it. But what we should, uh, we should still feel somewhat hungry. Yeah. I miss being around God's people. Yeah. And our church is really, ultimately we think our church has, uh, in the main catches to that anyway. I mean, our church is one of those where, um, most Sundays, uh, afterwards people hang out for a yep. while and you, you, you see that and you can detect, okay, they, they want to be together. There's si- it's a singing church. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I yes. mean, our church really sings. I love it is yes. once they catch on to the song, sometimes oh, they'll yeah. introduce a new song and you can hear it low. And then the next one you'll sing is like great as I faithful and yeah. something. And I mean, um, you wouldn't even be needing to delete it yeah. and our people <laughs> are just like going for it, yep. you know? And so, but so we're getting rations now in this virtual live streaming <laughs> thing, but we're going to um we're looking forward to the day we get the full meal, yeah. we get to be together.
1: Yeah. One last encouragement, unless you have something else mm-hmm. that I was thinking about in relationship to this, and we kind of already touched on this though, but I think the gospel work, the evangelistic uh fruit from this, you know, we talked about we're live streaming. We have more people that that watch our live stream mm-hmm. than normally would attend on a Sunday morning. Um I've had different people uh email or text and say like you know I've had conversations with family members with friends about gospel things because they're concerned uh you know uh people I, I, one lady mentioned um uh, a friend who who doesn't know the Lord she shared our stream on Facebook and this friend like liked it and watched it and things like that. So people that would never darken the door of a church mm-hmm. because their social media feed is flooded <laughs> with churches live streaming Their right. services are watching it and, and who knows how the Lord's going to use that and right. who would have ever thought, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. that like the Lord would use a silly live stream, right? Uh, to reap a gospel. Ours and others. Think about that across
0: the country. Live streams from churches are going out, and we we praise God for that. We rejoice that Christ is being proclaimed on the Internet, you know, around our country. Which is
1: really exciting. So that leads us into what (laughs) what we originally had set out to talk podcasts podcast about, but then we're 21 minutes in and we've talked about all this other stuff, which has been good. But we've had people asking us, and we've been discussing it as elders, what are we going to do about the Lord's Supper? Yeah. We we typically partake of the Lord's Supper once a month, first Sunday of every month. That's coming this Sunday. People have talked about, do we take it in homes? Uh, I know of other churches that have done that and encourage people to do that, but we have made the decision not to uh, to encourage that from, from our level. If Like we say, we're not going to die on this hill if a, like if a father wants to lead his family in the Lord's Supper at home. Uh, so be it. But from a a church-wide level, we're not going to say, hey, this Sunday, everybody, your bread and your juice and, and partake of the Lord's Supper on your own. Why not?
0: Um, the reason we decided not, and other churches may do this different, um, churches that we respect and, and such, so we're not trying to make a hard, fast rule here or be legalistic or anything. For me, what I, or us, as we talked about it, um, for one, the nature of communion itself is communal.
1: Commune. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. So, like, when you're in First Corinthians 11, Paul talks about this, and it's not, it, it's not, wasn't his main point to get this across. But they, some of them were partaking in the Lord's supper. They weren't waiting for everybody to get there, and so he, he's overemphasizing. When you come together as a church, wait for one another. Right? You can read that in First Corinthians 11, but I'm just summarizing. Wait for one another to come, and then observe the uh, Lord's supper together. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, in the early church, they partook of one loaf, and he mentions that in First Corinthians ten. That's that fellowship together; we're all sharing on that one loaf, um, which is actually a a good case to use one loaf. And and right, uh, You not the, do that. Yeah, uh, ours comes from one box, I guess, as we do the uh, things. But <laughs> I, but the idea is the idea is this: um, I want us as a people to be longing for the time. Hungry for the time that we can get together, and on the first Sunday that we get back together we're committed to observing the lord's table mm-hmm. and doing that together in a celebration of uh of being together again and fellowshipping together again so um that's why we're waiting yeah. we're creating within a people a hunger for communion and um and again, so we're not making a hard fast rule we're not trying to be. We're not saying that uh, a family can't in their home, though my family has never chosen to do that. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, uh, we have always believed it should be part of the local church getting together. That's our our conviction. Yeah, and um, and so we wait till we're all together to observe the Lord's table. But if a family does that in our church, and I mean, we're not stopping we're not going to practice doing, church discipline. No, that's up to right. the, that's up to the family, and that's yeah. that's fine. Have your biblical reasons for that, right. and thinking through that. I think mm-hmm. every family should think through that, but in this case for this unique time period covid-19 mm-hmm. along like i said what we're getting right now are rations on a weekly basis mm-hmm. and what we want is the full meal mm-hmm. and we're we're get, we're longing for that time we can have the full meal to be together mm-hmm. so we're using this as a as an opportunity for us to really reflect on mm-hmm. what we're missing yeah. when we can't get together
1: i think the other the other side of this cuz we somebody could play devil's advocate and say well isn't everything that you do as a church communal in nature? You know, you talked about the singing. <laughs> it's really empty when nobody else is there. You're not singing to one another. Uh, the preaching, like all of those things are meant to be uh, done together, we believe. That's why we don't actually have an online campus because we think real flesh and blood is better. But yet at the same time, I think I would, I would push back against that and say there is an element, though, where you can be encouraged You can be admonished through teaching of somebody that's not your pastor, that's Mm -hmm. through a podcast, uh, any kind of Bible teacher. You can be encouraged and equipped and admonished that way. And that's kind of what we're doing. The same thing with music. Music encourages you and equips you outside of the gathering of God's people. You listen to music. Uh, So that's kind of what we're doing. It's just that the, the music that you're listening, I hope you're participating in, has been picked and is being led by somebody that you know and knows, cares about you. Uh, so it's a, it's a little bit different that way, but yet communion is something that that I think by its very nature is meant to be done with God's people. Um, it's not something to be done in isolation.
0: Absolutely, that's absolutely it. So that's a, that's where we've decided that's to we've decided to do. And um, let's just all pray together as a people that this will pass. Yeah. Uh, let's pray for the good of other people too. Yeah. Um, there. I'm just hearing reports from medical workers that the the hospitals, even locally, are beginning to experience more and more people Mm -hmm. come in. We've had one of our own who's been battling COVID 19 in the Mm -hmm. hospital for uh, a couple weeks. Couple weeks, yeah, I think. Um, And so it's 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 still growing. Mm -hmm. uh, According to what we're hearing too of reports, we're not peaked yet. and and so um, we just need to be we need we need to be praying, you know that God's doing His work, His good things in us, and also also recognizing the bad things in this and acknowledging that, yep. and the fear of people and acknowledging that, yep. and you know uh, try to put yourself in the you know I, I hear some people saying things like, "Oh, it only affects the elderly. It only affects those who pre existing. Why are we even worried about this and that?" And I think that is the most unloving, yeah, selfish. Um, response to something like this I mean seriously if you were in that category yeah <laughs> you would be really fearful about yep. getting this yeah and that whole nonchalant attitude well if I die I'll go be with the Lord that's true but death is a horrible thing and uh, the death from COVID-19 is a is not a a, a desirable yeah. death right. where it affects your lungs and your breathing. It's scary. It's terrifying. And I don't care. You know, so to me, I don't want to hear people saying things like that or seeing, we should be more cautious in that posting stuff like that on Facebook and that uh, we are called to love our neighbor as ourselves. You put yourself in the shoes of the, the higher risk categories um, of people and think about how they feel yeah. about this. Yeah and have some compassion and and um and that would mean in, in addition to that washing your hands keeping your distance obeying the government's orders of just go out when necessary mm-hmm. um and and uh, t- taking this seriously for the good of other people. Yeah, it's a love for a neighbor. That's right. It's yeah. a love for neighbor. It's why we're not meeting. It's why I think the, uh, this, there was just the pastor yeah, in one of those other states that was yeah. arrested, and I'm glad he was arrested. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think that he has... He might have, th- he might in his mind think he's keeping the law, lo- uh, the law, but he's sure he might've kept the letter to the law. He's surely missing the spirit mm-hmm. behind it. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we, we don't want to be guilty of those things. We want to be driven by love for the yeah. Lord and his glory and for his people and for the world yeah. and, um, for our neighbors. So that's where we're at. Yeah. Hopefully this will be over. Uh, the Lord will show mercy and this will be over yeah. sooner than later. And, um, But in the meantime, he's working in us and he's he's going to he's going to glorify himself through it all.
1: Well, we hope this conversation has been helpful for you. We hope it's been an encouragement for you to hear how we're encouraged and what's going on in our body, even in this midst of this this strange time. And we'd encourage you to pray with us. You know, all the things we've talked about, pray that the Lord would increase your love for the, for the local church. Uh, pray for the lost. Pray the Lord would draw people to himself through this. And uh, pray that, yeah, the Lord would just grow us uh, spiritually through this time that we're apart. And then continue to reach out to one another, continue to serve one another, check up on one another. Um, do what the body of Christ should be doing. Again, if you have questions, you can't come up and talk to us like I normally say on a Sunday morning. So call, text, email. If you want to email us, it's thecalvarycast at gmail.com. And until next time.